This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 555 for the week of Sunday, February 3rd, 2019. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. And my name is Steve. And on today's show, we have our editor-in-chief, Kelly. How's it going, Kelly? Great. Tear myself away from Kingdom Hearts for a little while. Nice. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we also have our anime recap host and anime news network reviewer for One Piece and many other great shows. Sam Leach, Leach is with us today. How's it going, Sam? Uh, yes, uh, I too am climbing the mountain of Kingdom Hearts 3, Guns of the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying like they have to tie everything together to like, wrap the story up and it's just... Uh... We'll find out. Of a nonsense yeah, that's what, and nanomachines. Is that's nanomachines, what is that what for. Kingdom Hearts is? Yes. Oh, it's so much worse than that. We uh, also, uh, n- n- yeah. <laughs> we also <laughs> have uh, Eisner Award-nominated author for Merman and many other great works. We have Joey Weiser with us. How's it going, Joey? Pretty good. I played the first two Kingdom Hearts, and they were fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Before we get started today, there's some big news, especially if you were on our Patreon. Uh, We have finally, finally re-released One Piece Podcast Goes to Japan. I said I would do it. It happened. Um, And it's available on patreon.com slash One Piece Podcast for all tiers. That means you could donate a dollar, fifty dollars, five thousand dollars. It doesn't matter. You could still watch One Piece Podcast Goes to Japan. Plus... If you are a $10 contributor, you also get a deleted scene with me and Greg talking about the planetarium, um, which there was a special One Piece event there, and we talked a little bit about that. We also have a commentary from Anime Boston. Steve, do you remember that commentary from way, way back? And Zach, despite what you may have said on Twitter, I was not on that commentary. Well, you know what? Go to Anime Boston. In spirit, you were. I don't remember. It was a few years ago. I, I do remember pointing out uh when you were probably in tokyo i i did point out an advertisement for thomas the tank engine i do remember that in the commentary so (laughs) you'll get riveting conversations like that uh, as we discuss this documentary please don't quit your day job steve because (laughs) i i would not like to (laughs) no but uh despite steve underselling it it's a very fun commentary it includes me greg i think doc is there you're there um, and Jose and yeah. Jose is there, and I think a few others as well. So it's it's well, I'll I'll say this like uh, that anime Boston, which was in 2014, I believe. 15, was... I think. Because we released it at the end of 2014, I think. The oh, okay, yeah, Are you sure? Yeah, we recorded in 13. I think we released it in 14, and I think anime Boston was in 15. I'm pretty sure. No, 2014. I know it was after the movie The Departed that we kept quoting. Anyway, discussion for another time, but we had a lot of fun that weekend, and I think it will show in that commentary. We're like all in good spirits. So, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, So, not only that, uh, we also want to let people know we, we discussed this last week, but it's really big news. One Piece is free and legal worldwide. All you have to do is go to mangaplus.shueisha.co.jp. Got that there? Mangaplus.shueisha, that's S-H-U-E-I-S-H-A dot C-O dot J-P. And you get free chapters of One Piece every week. Right now, One Piece is ranked number two there 
for some reason, Boku My No Hero Academia <laughs> is number one. At uh, It has 180,000 to One Piece is 122,000. But have you guys checked out Manga Plus or you guys excited yeah, I haven't about had, this? Yeah. I think it's really cool. I, it has like a bunch of stuff that is not available uh, otherwise in English. Um, like um, a series that I'd been hearing about for a long time called Blue Flag uh, by the author of Cross Manage. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, there's like the only problem with uh, Manga Plus is it's not like Shonen Jump where you get a huge archive. You get like the first several chapters and the most recent several chapters and there's a big gap where I think you will eventually be encouraged to be, you know, buy volumes, uh, which they don't, I think, have all of those missing parts in, in the volumes yet. But it's a really great chance to kind of like go ahead and sample stuff. They have uh, Hinamara Sumo, the like the Sumo series in Shonen Jump and some other stuff really cool yeah and it's so exciting that now every single person listening could read with us as it comes out so this is the first chapter everyone can legally read this chapter that Stephen translated with us either at shonenjump.viz.com or mangaplus.shoeisha.co.jp um and we'll try and make it you know more well known as we uh continue forward through this year so that's really exciting news um, but we also have some a little bit of sad news that Kelly uh, told us that J World is closing soon this week, this month. Uh, this month. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, it was always going to be open for a fixed amount of time. But yeah, this is this is the very end of J World Tokyo. So if you want to see us there, or if you want to experience J World, and you, you no longer have that opportunity, OPP Japan is available, um, where we go there. Uh, so you could check that out. Um, I think that's going to do it for us, uh, for that, for us today. We're done. That's it. Um, but we have uh, a, <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> we have, we have, uh, our manga recap for chapter 931, and that is Soba Mask. And we also have an anime recap. Uh, I think that's episode eight. What is it? Eight? 71. 71. Yeah. I knew we were at a round number there. Um, do you have the name of that? Uh, it is. Finally, it's over. The climax of the intense fight against Katakuri. Do Do you guys remember what the number is of the episode where that fight started? Uh, I think it was. I think this week is exactly twenty one episodes in. Jesus, you could have a whole regular series of just that fight. <laughs> it's longer than the Cell game, actually. Yeah, but to be fair, it's is like it as long as close. the Frieza fight, though. That's the big question. I don't think so. <laughs> See, can't complain. Kind of I think it's like, I, think I will it's defeat longer. you in five minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll say last I mean, week's kind of, there's there's the, the last week's like the last so. hour. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I was just going to say it's kind of like five minutes because they've got that uh, 1 a.m. rendezvous time oh, yeah. that Luffy right. takes a nap before getting to. Man, I don't mind uh, the way that Shonen Jump type series like prolong actions and stuff. I just wish they wouldn't put those time counters on things because it just makes it so frustrating well you, mm. you just have to factor in anime time it's mm-hmm. uh it runs a lot slower <laughs> it makes you way more aware of, of it that's mm-hmm. the problem if they never mention it you won't think about it yeah it would totally. last the same amount of time but you'd be like oh that's i mean i understand the story device there but anyway that's a conversation for later uh you guys ready to get into the chapter oh yes yeah This is the manga recap for chapter 931, Soba Mask. 
Ed, what's going on on the front page here? Got frogs tap dancing with delight in puddles from Nami's reign. Uh, and Napoleon is... Not Napoleon. Uh, God. What's his name? Zeus. Zeus. Zeus is there too. They're all like, hello, my baby. Man. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing yeah. Zeus get incorporated into just the regular everyday straw hat stuff. So Yeah, Nami specifically. See, Zeus for straw hat. <laughs> kind of is one. Can you remind me, uh, was One Piece ever on WB? Because uh, no. This would be full circle if it ever were. <laughs> Um, kids WB 90s kids reference Um, that's all I got and Oda has a very weird way of drawing frogs (laughs) they're they're pretty they're pretty crazy looking I think am I the only one who thinks that they're they're Disney Disney frogs Joey is the the cartoon frog expert Mm. (laughs) I like the frog on her shirt too yeah by the way, this is a grand return from Noda Skywalker, uh, who this is like his 30,000th uh, edition here. I'm not quite sure. And of many ideas. Um, anyway, um, I think we could get into the first page here, Ed. Sure. Uh, so Sanji, he sort of grips the can in his hand. And here it goes. And uh, it should just this should do just the trick for a disguise in a pinch. And uh, um, page one, like a good dog, says, what's that, canned food? Um, so uh, the onlookers are surprised that Sobocook actually showed up the fool, he stepped up so he could be killed well otherwise the entire town would be destroyed and uh, Usopp calls out what do you think you're doing Sangoro and uh, Law, ever the the downer says who cares about the town, just forget it Um, Sanji, on the other hand standing up he says this is a battle against an emperor of the sea, there may be times when you can't save lives if you're too stubborn and there may be times when you can save lives if you just learn to swallow your pride Especially if this thing has the power to help as it he sort of flaps it out and, and it goes into his belt. That's a oh, like that's he, the, uh, he affixes it to his midsection, right? I wear that now, and so it goes. Yeah, good, good sound effects there. Love that. <laughs> um, he continues putting this stupid thing on, doesn't mean that I've sunk to the level of being German, I'm only testing it out. And uh, he starts to spin like a pinwheel, and his clothes go flying, and Hachi <laughs> says, I don't think you should strip in public, and it, it makes more more good sound effects. Um, <laughs> I was thinking more of like the opening song from the G.I. Joe movie. Germa. <laughs> Germa. See, now I'm hearing it in Sailor Moon theme song. And now transforming <laughs> is half the battle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he starts to be enrobed by it. His, his cape flies out with a three on it. Sanji's, uh, uh, Frankie's eyes light up from Sanji's transformation. And uh, yeah, move on to the next page. Well, I, I do want to mention why I was sort of so adamant about talking about how he fixes it to his belt is that that's the way that the common Rider transformation uh. goes is that his belt spins and in newer versions of Kamen Rider, they often have like a device that they whip out and then affix to their waist, and it uh, attaches to them like a belt, and then will spin in a way. So I see. Okay. Anyway, uh, who's next? That would be me. Lucky hey. girl. 
<laughs> Listen, I I made sure I was on this week. <laughs> and we have Usopp going, that's awesome. What kind of tech is that? And we see that Sanji, through all of his transformation and spinning, has made his way to the roof. And it turns out that Law seems to be familiar with this look. And he, we have a, what is he doing with that suit of all things? I recognize that. That's the number three member of the Army of Evil, Germa 66, Stealth Black, Dawn. And we have this amazing Sanji uh, middle spread page here, which is awesome. I like that new term, middle spread. Well, I was I almost said man spread because, you know, I'm staring really hard. At but it is, guys. though. That's what it is. Got some palpitations going on here. Love the way the inside of his cape looks. Yes. Mm. Yes. And then we've got, how do you know so much about that? Everyone in the North Blue knows. I don't care. Never call me that name again. And he was like, look, I was a regular reader. I hated Germa. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Which I love that interplay right there. And then we got, so you're not just some Soba cook. Name yourself. Soba mask. That's the one. And I love this. That's the worst name you could have chosen. Come up with another one. <laughs> Sanji, that's the worst name I ever heard. It's terrible. Please just, us, <laughs> please just let us pick out the name. I'm begging you. And of course, Sandy's ignoring that. We got Let's Go Lizard. Time to see what the power of science is all about. And we see him leaping off the building to get ready to attack. Very cool how you, how, uh, you can see Sanji's nose and mouth through the mask in, in yeah. that center. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, Steve. Steve, yeah. Okay, and a big old chomp, uh, page one takes out of where Sanji was standing on the roof. Uh, but uh, nowhere in sight. Page one is like, hmm, where'd he go? He vanished. As uh, we hear a spin, spin, uh, and nothing just foos towards page one, and Bakum right in the gut, a big old just impacts to page one Z lets out a big glah. um he still looks goofy though mm. he's he's overselling <laughs> um uso hotch says what a blow wait where did that even come from and Fernosuke says it was so fast i couldn't see it and law whatever your japanese name is uh says not quite it's not quite, because you see, years ago in the newspaper, <laughs> he's clearly in a comic Actually, <laughs> we found out in strip number 47 in year two, not, it says years ago, the newspaper ran a comic call, strip called Sora, Warrior of the Sea. The enemy in the story was an evil army called Germa Double Six. The, Ger the Germa member named Stealth Black was particularly tough to fight because he could vanish. Doom, as we get uh, page one collapsing into buildings, and we see the hint of an invisible uh, Soba mask. And uh, Law continues to uh, read the editor's notes of this comic strip. He says <laughs> he would project the background over his body so that he couldn't be seen against it. Sub's uh, <laughs> like, whoa, you're a total nerdo. <laughs> uh, he says, yeah, no, Law's like way too. Much. Get a load of this, true believers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sanji thinks, like, what's up with this suit? Did I just vanish? Sam, 
then we turn the page and we flash back to uh, Sanji as a child. He's reading his little devil fruit encyclopedia. Uh, the clear, clear fruit turns you invisible. He's very excited about that. Uh, then we come to another flashback later in the series uh, where Sanji is encountering Absalom, the original user of the clear, clear fruit. Uh, there was a time when I wanted to become an invisible man. And now you've ruined my dream of eating the clear, clear fruit. And so now we're back in the present and Sanji is thinking to himself. So the dream I thought was dead has come true with the power of, of hated Germa's science. Uh, what twisted irony, but this power will indeed be useful for the women's bet. I mean, helping my friends. What a dilemma. Uh, the tragedy is he can do both. <laughs> the, uh, the Cape is a shield. No, yeah, the cape is a shield, accelerators on the heels, floating devices under the soles of the feet, and invisibility on top of that. This is the power of the raid suit. And we get to see uh, page one in all of his his hybrid dino glory. And we get a good look at this really uh, gaudy, like, tattoo <laughs> going across his, his bicep and his chest. It, uh, it's right out, out of bleach or something. Looks yeah. like Glenn yeah. Danzig. This is page one on this chest. It, that. it looks it, do, it doesn't look good because it it doesn't look like it's really on his body. It just it just looks like text that's hovering uh, over the art. Uh, now I'm very oh, invisible man. Now I'm very curious. Who are you? Uh, who are you really? Reveal yourself. And he's going after Sanji and Sanji counters with a kick. But one is very strong. Hyperforms are the strongest form, I think. Right. Oh, it's, are they? It's kind of the, he smashes Sanji through the buildings, goes like halfway across town. Usopp and Frankie are, are going, whoa, is Sanji okay? Uh, and Law is just saying, uh, those ancient types don't mess around. Uh, it hurts a bit, but this stuff is durable. The city's going to fall apart before I do. And he's getting up, Sanji's getting up out of the rubble. And from the rubble, page one just seems to stare at the rubble. Um, and what a derpy looking face. Anyway, uh, he says, oh, well, I'll deliver his corpse to boss Kiyoshiro. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what that all was about. Uh, I'm going to go steal some other guy's food. If you recall, that was the gag from last week. Anyway, uh, or two weeks ago now. Uh, and, uh, Losuke and his compatriots say, uh, hey, look, he told us to get a move on while... While uh, Usohachi is saying, hey, why are we leaving him behind? Come on. And Sanji, or I'm sorry, <clears throat> uh, the... Uh, what, I Soba mask. Soba, Soba mask. mask. I was going to say Cape Soba, but that also doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, is hovering in midair, somehow using some power we've obviously never seen before. Anyway, and he's thinking... Hmm, I'm going to have to ask for Nosuke and Usahachi to change the design for me. Hey, we get to see a new mm. design for this in the future. That's fun. Um, and something is about to hit uh, page one in the head, but we don't even get to see it. But we do see the impact, which Usopp is, uh, whoa, look at that. Um, and uh, Losuke is still like, hey, there'll be more of them, so... Uh, you know, and there'll be more fuss about us, so we gotta stay out of the capital. And uh, Frankie is just like, and, and Frankie's running behind with uh, Usopp on his shoulders as they flee to take shelter in Ebisu Town, which is where we were with Zoro, I think, right? I forget. 
Yes, uh, yes. the sycophant. Mm-hmm. Anyway, has it been night this entire time? Because it's night right now. Um, under the crescent moon, we go to Orochi's castle as Orochi, the derpy, annoying <laughs> guy that we forgot about, um, is dancing with his geishas. His profile Meanwhile, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, teeth. I feel like that, that would be a good t-shirt, almost. The, the <laughs> just him on your shirt doing that you know, ridiculous thing. No and one that's... would ever wear that. I would. <laughs> you would. You like strawberry. <laughs> I do like strawberry, which we'll get to more later in this chapter. Um, maybe even the next page. Uh, meanwhile, one geisha seems to be wandering off to the inner part of a Benihana restaurant. Um, as she, no one's ever been to one that looks like anyway. Um, and she goes into uh, Orochi's castle and looks through his. I'm gonna say most modern day designed looking cabinets. I mean, these look like normal file cabinets almost. I guess those are just the handles. I don't know. If they're carved out of wood or something, they could look kind of old. Yeah, I, I'm sure in, you know, when they're in the anime. But just like from this angle, they just look like <laughs> regular old file cabinets. Anyway, um, she notices, oh, what an old and eerie room this is. And she's, this is Robin rifling through papers we now find out. And she thinks to herself, ooh, a land closed to the outside for centuries. The country that created the Poneglyphs, a stone must be here. Perhaps there is a hidden door somewhere. I've seen movies. Um, and <laughs> just then, there's a swish, swish, swish. And someone asks, searching for something. And Robin is shocked to find Joey. Oh, no. But first, I want to also mention how cool it is that she's using her powers to, like, unfurl the scroll there. I think that that's neat. Definitely, yeah. On the page there. But yes, the yeah, cool. bang on the next page. Uh, we see a huge spread, uh, sort of three-quarter page spread of uh, the Shogun of Wano's personal ninja force, Orochi's Oniwa Banchu. And boy, look at all these guys. Uh, they're They all kind of look like different, like, Oni and yokai and deities and stuff. Um, you've got this like uh, crazy, like masked guy on a catfish and a dude with a scroll in his mouth looking like he's coming out of a Naruto cartoon or something. And then, like, I don't know, this dude with horns and this guy with like gear four smoke yeah. scarf thing. Yeah, we've got a few. You've got that guy, and you have the tall lady that also has that sort of like um, thing that, and the same thing. Or he, the, uh, what's what was her name? Yeah, all the fish royalty people. Um, Otohime. Mm-hmm. Like and and uh, sure that like weirdly sweet-looking uh, girl in the center there with flowers in her hair. Um, there's two here that look. There's a guy that looks like a dharma, uh, the kind of plump guy. And this dude in a um, straw, like, uh, little straw tent thing that looks like a yokai that I've seen uh, that I can't uh, pull the name of, unfortunately. But And then there's, like, a dude with a kind of more traditional-looking oni mask in the back. And then Oda's, like... My favorite one. <laughs> trademark uh, giant guy poking out of a thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude in the back there. I, I, yeah, I love uh, these designs. The, the one all the way on the left is definitely my favorite. He is bizarre looking. He looks like he's out of a different comic almost. Like, what? Which, the guy with the, the plump guy? Yeah, the plump guy with the mustache who looks mm-hmm. like he's like a Japanese Pringle commercial guy. What, what, what are they called? What are those Dharma. called again? Dharma. Dharma. 
Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Dharma before? The the round dolls that you're supposed to paint in one eye on New Year's and make a wish, and when it comes true, you paint in the next eye. Mm-hmm. They, they look like that. Again, I've been to a Pokemon Japanese Dharma. restaurant. <laughs> he looks like the guy from the Netty Bokin. <laughs> so uh, below here we have a series of panels where they each uh, get to shine a little bit. The, the big guy says suspicious actions uh, to take in the presence of ninja. Uh, the masked guy says illogical, um, doing his best uh, Spock impression. And Robin is shocked. Uh, she has no idea when they uh, all appeared before her. Uh, we see this dude with the emblem on his helmet looking serious and, and the sweet-looking girl saying... That, that's the chrysanthemum, right? The emblem on his helmet? Is it? I think yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That, like, police... Uh, that, that symbol? The no, it's the symbol of the, of the emperor. Right. Of emperor. the emperor. Yeah. Oh, oh, In Japan, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the girl says, like, don't know what a ninja is? And then we get this little mummy guy uh, looking as uh, the tall lady says, perhaps she's an outsider. That that mummy guy is the scarecrow from uh, from Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously. He looks like the guy from Big O. Mm. Yeah. What's the, oh, what the hell is that guy's name? I don't remember now. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, that's... Um... That's the guy that I was saying looks like a yokai. Um, I think uh, Yami Biko, I think, is maybe uh, who I'm thinking of. Um, anyway, you can look him up if you want. Um, and then a mysterious tall-headed figure comes in. Could it be Strawberry? Um, as Zach was hoping. <laughs> uh, he says, you know, curiosity can be deadly, Geisha. And uh, here we see, no, it's not Strawberry, um, but another cool-looking fellow, uh, Fukuroku-ju, who um, Stephen sent us a message um, that he wanted to point out that he looks like um, a one of the seven lucky gods uh, who uh, shares his name, um, which the seven lucky gods I mentioned, I think, the last time I was on with Greg, uh, there were some like townspeople that looked kind of like those uh, too, so I th- that's interesting. He has the like symbol for ninja on his uh, on his waist there, and he says, uh, "Let's hear your excuse, and you only get one." Um, I kind of would like if maybe that's like this guy's uh, weird tick, as he always says, you know, you only get one or something like that. Um, and <laughs> Robin's giving her oh shit face as she's kind of sweating as we hear uh, music and laughter from the the next room over. Stomp a domp, stomp a domp. <laughs> That's my favorite song. <laughs> uh, Steve. All right. And then meanwhile, on Curry Beach, which is located in Curry, um, we hear, I really, I'm really worried about Big Bro Luffy. And he was like, I told you, Otama, he's fine. Hi-ya. <laughs> or neen-neen, or I should say. His, his sweet. Peggy. I yeah is yeah what he'd say if this was like in the eighties. <laughs> so far, I I forget what bit we had for uh, for uh, Momonosuke here. Was it his sick sword moves? I don't know. Uh, I think actually maybe it's uh, Chopper doing yeah, the mean. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's climbing a tree, uh, which is what uh, ninja and bears do. Um, and so Thomas says, but Master said that no one's ever. To come as like has ever come back from the prison in Udon, and uh, Momonosuke is like ta hiya. He is like Miss Piggy. 
don't correct me <laughs> as he's uh practicing hitting uh, a bamboo tree and he says i know rizo's tidings are late uh if only i were stronger i would rush into the rescue right now it's like but and chopper sees something on the distance on the beach he's like what's that <laughs> who goes there uh, on yon beach neen neen and, for a second, uh, get... because I was like in Japanese mode reading this, I was like, oh, is that beach called Yon Beach? Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, we should have you uh, do a legal translations show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm writing the wiki entry. Yon Beach is the beach where Big Mom washed up and bubbled. <laughs> Even though it just says Curry Beach on the same page. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, we got a nice like little... Uh, medium-sized spread here as uh, we walk onto the beach and we see uh, Big Mom passed out like she's on Punk Hazard. Uh, (laughs) uh, Remember that? That was an arc. Uh, And they approach it along with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Okiku, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. They approach uh, this body and uh, Momonosuke says, a giant. It's It's like, a giant would be larger, but it's huge for a human. And Okiku says, is that a woman <laughs> and uh otama says uh i wonder who's bigger her or kaido and ah, chopper is huh is that and we turn the page and he, uh we we cut to the other side of the scene ah it's big Mo-! and then chopper has to cover his mouth to to not wake the sleeping woman uh okiku is is leaning down uh do you say Chopper Amon? Is that how? You, yeah. Is that his like ninja name? Uh, Chopper Amon, what is this? Uh, and Chopper's whispering now. Don't speak. She'll wake up. Uh, we have to get out of here. If she wakes up, we're done for. And uh, this, this is a really cute panel of uh, uh, Momonosuke and Otama just kind of leaning to the side, trying to understand. Uh, no, it won't matter anyway. Assuming she came here chasing after us. Uh, Momonosuke now suddenly in dragon form. Uh, what is this? The dreaded big mom? He seems to at least know who she is enough to to recognize her. Uh, don't shout! I'll finish her off right now. Think of her as Kaido. She she's just like Kaido. Uh, Chopraymon, you have to explain what's going on. I'll do it later. Uh, and uh, big mom is waking up. Ugh. <coughs> Ugh. Uh, Chopper's running away. Ah, too late. We got to run. Um, Big Mom gets up. Ooh, where am I? She's looking around. Uh, we see a little sleepy Napoleon on her head. Uh, who am I? Dong. And uh, Chopper's just got this eh face. <laughs> that is a great panel of Chopper. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, so you, hear, you can hear uh, Ikue Otani's performance there. Uh, so that's that's going to do it. Uh, what did you guys think of this week's chapter? Let's start with Joey. Oh, man. So much to say about this chapter. Um, so, yeah. First of all, of course, uh, the Soba mask thing is great. Um, like I said, I liked uh, the sort of nods to Kamen Rider. Um, I do... I, I think that I was kind of like had a little logic... Uh, problem with is wondering like if the comic books were based off of Germa uh, like why would they know about number three when Sanji wouldn't have been wearing this I know Uh, we have a diss piece about this 
Oh, do we? Mm. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting. Uh, maybe if they have a theory, do they have a theory, or are they just asking the same question? Uh, I think they're mostly asking. Yeah. So I don't know, but then, um, yeah, that that that's a, just a weird little thing, uh, kind of brain puzzle thing to think about a little bit. But like, um, but uh, I am kind of excited about the idea of um, that that Oda threw out of uh, Frankie and Usopp eventually like modifying. Um, the outfit a bit because I like the outfit, but I don't, I actually don't really like the mask part very much. Like I don't like the look with the glasses and the mask covering his face as much, um, personally, but, um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And yeah, so this was very exciting. Um, page one's cool. Uh, we didn't, so I think you've mentioned this before that the, his hair and, uh, stuff kind of looks like that wrestler Nakamura, right? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, guys, and and the uh, that like corset, the laced corset, definitely felt very uh, uh, wrestler like to me as well. Um, yeah. In his, it's not a corset; design. it's a girdle. Oh, it's girdle. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> that's so much more manly sounding. I need a girdle um, when you got abs like that. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and I thought that Oda, uh, some of the storytelling was, like, very effective. Like, this page turn where you hit uh, all of the um, ninja surrounding Robin, like, was genuinely pretty, like, scary to me. Like, oh, my gosh, she's, like, totally surrounded, and she's kind of screwed. Like, what's she going to do? And then I had a similar feeling with Big Mom. Like, um, uh, you know that Oda's, like, crafted a really good, effective uh, character for Big Mom when just her presence, like, uh, up with these four characters who were arguably, you know, not the the strongest characters was kind of terrifying. And I did initially have the some same sort of feelings like, get out of there, get out of there. And then as for the stuff with the amnesia, I don't know. My gut feeling doesn't really like it, but I'm curious to see where it goes because we don't really have much to judge on, like, what Oda's going to do with that. Um, you know, the amnesia plot point in general is not one that I'm super crazy about. And I don't like uh, the idea of like taking away some of the stuff that's interesting about Big Mom. But like, I'm assuming that it will be only temporary. Um, it'll be, I don't know. I'm very curious to see uh, where where we go from there. Um, yeah, so this, this was a really, really exciting chapter. Um, I'm glad that I got to be on for it. Just the way that schedules kind of aligned. I was like, oh, wow, this is so dense and the art's really great. And yeah, it was very fun to read. Uh, Kelly. Uh, well, um, I also, uh, echo Joey's of being happy to be on. Um, I had to read this like five or six times. So I would stop <laughs> making high pitched girl sounds, um, during, uh, the reading tonight. I was, waiting for this transformation sequence forever and it did not disappoint uh i loved every single thing about that from like the germa to every little panel um really in particularly enjoyed uh sanji's sort of reasoning about you know swallowing your pride to save lives i thought that was like good classic sanji uh so i was happy to see that the fact that the um little germa canister actually worked. I'm still shocked. I was waiting for, um, you know, that joke peanut brittle with the snakes. Uh, so I was so surprised that it actually worked, but I kind of, 
I was thinking along the same lines with you, Joey, is like, why are they all familiar with this character? And then I started to wonder if maybe the Germa stories were maybe like an original army before the kids were older Mm. and that the suits had been around for a little while. And maybe Judge was part of that original group or something like that. But yeah, the timelines on the comic book is not super clear because sometimes it does feel like it's older than Sanji and his family uh, or his siblings would be. And and that's kind of what I was wondering, or at least that's how I took it. Because, like, just the fact that the, I, I can't fathom they would have had this made just for Sanji. Because mm. you feel like he was kind of, like, already deemed a failure way in advance. So why would yeah. you have all this tech for yeah. them? So yeah, that's I kind think, of the way I took it. Yeah, I definitely think that they they model all of their suits off of this family lineage that's been doing this for multiple generations or something. That's that that was my that was my kind of suspicion as well. And then, I mean, just the the introduction of uh, Big Mom with amnesia is is really interesting. I'm kind of curious as to what happened to the rest of her family and whether or not we will see them again or if this is just going to have Big Mom isolated uh, on the beach. But that last panel was a huge surprise for me and uh, kind of. You know, going going through it being so like, oh, my God, Sanji, 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 be like, oh, crap. And it was enough to shock me into stopping thinking about that transformation sequence and to kind of wonder, like, what's going to happen with Big Mom. But overall, really, really clearly enjoyed the chapter because I'm rambling. Sam, what did you think? Uh, I yeah, I loved this chapter pretty much in its entirety. Uh, The. So, like, when Whole Cake Island ended, and it kind of left a lot of things uh, open-ended, you know, like, the, the I was really looking forward to seeing the, the Germa stuff kind of fleshed out more, like, the history of, like, why is, why are we implying that Sanji's mom is the marine hero? Why are we, like, what's the, what's the backstory here that we're missing? Uh, and then also just, like, how we leave big mom like not really having beaten her like oh how how do you defeat big mom and oh turns out you just don't um but i was i was ready to just kind of let that be what that kind of final note was like maybe maybe those things will come back later but for now like i think it's important to just sort of you know use my own imagination to fill in those blanks and uh be ready for there just not to be uh in answer to some of the questions that that are raised uh which i think is a, a nice way to kind of end that arc. But then this chapter comes around and it's like, Oh no, we want you still thinking about these things. Uh, we want you still be thinking about the, the history of the Germa comic book. And we've got law who is probably like more familiar with it, uh, than anyone we've met so far other than like Vito. Uh, yeah, cause he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the big mom thing I think is so, because Big Mom is such an interesting like person, you know, she's operating on so many. Her her greatest defense, the thing that makes her the most threatening, is that she has this like cognitive dissonance that's constantly like allowing her, allowing her to feel good about whatever it is uh, she's doing, you know. Hmm. Uh, and and I think that that's kind of what this amnesia thing is getting at, where it's like, oh. Now that we strip away her like personal identity, all of her memories of of you know things people taught her and raised her to be like, you know, like what what's left of her? Like what wh- who what kind of person is she? What kind of priorities does she have uh, when you take out 
um, uh, that kind of stuff. And and the fact that it's a it's a memory loss thing makes me think that we eventually do have to explore. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to find out because it feels like yeah maybe maybe puddings around maybe she's on that ship and she can uh, fix Big Mom's memories. But I feel like we're the end of this amnesia road has to be sort of Big Mom like for real confronting. Uh, the memories of eating Mother Carmel, or or for real confronting whatever happened between her and Lola, because those two are clearly like not on the same page as to like why they're uh, fighting. Um, so that's that's where I think that's going. Like what 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 becomes of Big Mom when you take out like so much of like the emotional kind of baggage and trauma and, and like the basically the the grooming that the adults into her. Uh, I, like, because I, I think she's, she's like a glutton by nature. She's the the hunger pangs is just like an instinctual like thing she was born with. Uh, uh, but the rest of it, the uh, the fake like oh world the fake world peace stuff and the the oh I've got to I've got to meet the approval of this dead woman who was never the person I thought she was anyway yada yada. So I think I think that this is instrumental in like exploring big mom's like true self and. Uh, in a way that we probably couldn't before because before like how do you beat big mom how do you like speak to her humanity and and it just seemed like at the end of whole cake island the answer was to just like wait for her to die of old age eventually um so it'll be interesting to see where that goes uh i think page one's hybrid form looks awesome i like i like i love the the camaraderie of the straw hats like it feels like we've We've been without that in a traditional sense for a while. So just like having Usopp and Frankie freaking out or, or begging Sanji to, to help him pick the, the name of his of his uh, costume. And uh, <laughs> like I was I had my heart really set on like Frankie having already modified the, the outfit and and then turns out he hasn't. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. But then like later Sanji says that, oh, Frankie and Usopp should help me redesign this thing. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I found their their like commentary a little frustrating at first because I was like, you guys are supposed to be leaving. Like this is the whole reason why <laughs> he's doing this. But they you know they addressed that and and we got out of that the like nerd law stuff, which was very fun. Oh, that was so good. Uh, and <laughs> I'm interested where the, where like Robin and the ninjas go. The ninjas kind of they they feel kind of first drafty in design to me a little bit. Uh, uh, but I think they're really cool looking and i'm interested to see where this goes i don't get like my my gut is not that they is is that they're not like super evil or antagonistic uh maybe i think they're just doing a job mm. uh steve uh what is there left to say other than that's sanji <laughs> so damn cool right now i mean this was just awesome i was I was just like grinning like ear to ear, like reading this chapter earlier today. Um, I kind of like that it wasn't a joke. I, I like that it's just like a badass super suit. And Sanji's basically pulling a like a Soge King, like a Sniper King uh, okay. or a Chopper Mask, uh, the very short lived Chopper Mask. Uh, it's classic One Piece, but it's it's a different spin because Sanji is not embracing Germa, but he just needs to, you know, he just needs a disguise and it's helping him put up a decent fight against page one. And, 
don't know, this this is like ripe with uh, potential for some fun gags and stories in the near future. Uh, it's it, it's just ironic because Sanchi's taking like basically a, a supervillain costume and pretending to be a superhero. Uh, it's really great, and it's something really different for Sanji. And uh, the fact that he could turn invisible is very interesting. I mean, it's a nice callback to uh, that less than stellar rivalry with um, with Absalom. But Guess I what? Absalom's dead. That's right. Yep. Still He's dead. Fruit. <laughs> Are we being set up for Sanji versus Shiryu? Yeah. Thank you for the segue. Uh, I immediately thought, oh, Shiryu, if we have like this Blackbeard Pirates versus Straw Hat Pirates, like final battle towards the end of the series. I always thought like, oh, I could see Shiryu being paired up with Zoro because they are both swordsmen. But this kind of changes things. I could see Sanji having an invisible fight with Shiryu, but I could see Sanji also kind of eventually dropping the suit and kind of just being a badass on his own and still being able to defeat Shiryu, which doesn't seem so far-fetched these days because with hockey, you can sense when mm. be you're about greatest, to be attacked. The greatest fight never seen. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you should have seen it. It was amazing. Except that you really didn't see it. <laughs> Oda didn't have to draw it. Uh, and apparently the, observation hockey is Sanji's specialty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's just a brilliantly drawn uh, chapter. Some really great art. Uh, page one looks amazing. He looks like freaking... He looks like Koopas from the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and I, I almost feel like there, there was a lot of cool stuff going on here that, uh, Sanji kind of like stole their thunder, but I really like the, uh, the Oniwa Banshu, you know, all the, uh, the ninjas, they look great. So many great designs there. Uh, and I think I also like the Dower Mullican guy. He, 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 he looks like he's about to like throw up. <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope that guy like never speaks. That he's just like there the whole time. Kind of talks like Gadatsu. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, some like really cool, unique looking designs. And we have some, you know, we have a few females in the group too, and they look pretty great. Um, yeah, this is awesome, and I'm looking forward to the Big Mom thing. Uh, I could, I could see. I could see Big Mom befriending the children and being like, this is our friend, Lin Lin, and Lin Lin, go fight that mean guy, uh, Kaido. She's like, okay. <laughs> like, it's it's taking out, it's two birds with one stone. You just That's have funny. the emperors fight fight one another. That's um, just what I was about to talk about with Chopper, Otama, and Momonosuke finding Big Mom. It's a good group to find mm. find her. Ed, what did you think? Unless oh, you had anything else. No, uh, that's all. Yeah, go pretty ahead. much summed up everything. But that was my big. I'm really excited for that. I, I I don't really have an opinion on the amnesia of it because we have like one panel of it. Like we don't really know what it is yet, what it means, how long it's yeah. going to last. I don't think it's going to last terribly long. But uh, it'll be interesting if, as many people have assumed, that there's a previous relationship between her and Kaido. It'll be that'll be an interesting interaction as well. Uh, now, um, as you guys said, I love the Onima bunch of designs. Like, and the guys. Is Fukurokuju really? I mean, his face does. It really does look like he's got the same kind of facial hair as Strawberry does. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely there. Um, other than that, um, you guys have pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about. Uh, I do love the way the that Sanji can sort of the way his vanishing is rendered. That they can draw that sort of like in the mist type of thing. 
Um, as for the ninjas, I, I'm with the person who said that they may not be as antagonistic as they seem. But then maybe they have a, a dispute with the Shogun himself. We'll see. But um, Page One looks awesome. And uh, Waz is a nerd. So. <laughs> <laughs> Waz is a huge nerd. Um, I think it was. Yeah, I th- that's a, that was... Uh, Law's character, I think, has infinitely improved in this arc so far. We've talked mm. a bunch about it. Um, there are a bunch of character quirks I think we did not really get to see before that are coming out in his character that um, is adding a little bit of depth to um, his kind of, you know, I'm cool and I care about what everyone else thinks about me. Um, and we get we get this kind of thing here. Anyway, um, I think this was a great chapter beginning to end um, with the Sanji page one. You know, I'm going to I'm going to try not to repeat what's been said. Um, I like the outfit Sanji wore, except that it looks extremely it looks so similar to every other Jerma kind of outfit we've seen so far. You know, Uh, I I think we talked a little bit about it. Like, how does law know about stealth black? existing if this is the first time Sanji did this. I assume Jerma has had several iterations at this point. Um or like the 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 comic book thing versus real life thing confuses the shit out of me as to how we're supposed to kind of see that and get that. Um is it a gag also that even though Sanji's hair goes up there's still that part that goes down over his eye there is that i feel like that's supposed to be a gag oh you know anyway i don't know he looks a little silly but no i, I think that way he still looks like sanji well i i feel like if he were a normal person the hair would have just gone up you know like almost like a super saiyan thing his hair would have gone up but it has to stay down a little bit to cover that eye um i don't know i feel like Oda was going for a joke there that I didn't quite see, but um, the highlight I think of this chapter was that were those two pages with Robin, um, and I'm happy we're gonna we're seeing Robin shine a little bit here. I feel like she's kind of been forgotten a lot of this arc so far. Um, still undercover. I mean, she's undercover, although her cover has been blown here. Um, mm. I love all of these designs so much. Uh, they are Oda. I'm like, I turn this page. And I'm like, really? Oda has all of this, and he's gonna just blow it all here. You know, he's just throwing out like these. How many people are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, eleven, if you count Fuku, Rokuju. Um, just like throwing out these like unbelievably unique and crazy looking designs. I'm like half mad at Oda, like, why are you just doing this all now? And half like just so proud of my Oda. Um <laughs> it's it's so so cool. Um I like I would purchase a color spread of just these guys in a heartbeat. Um this this is I would watch a spin-off of these guys not knowing <laughs> anything, just because these designs look so cool. Um I feel like Oda if he didn't do one piece, he'd be working on like 30 other series and, and these guys would be the lead cast of one of them. And then we immediately go to this other like jaw dropper with Big Mom. Um, I hate amnesia as a plot device. I want to say that. I said that with Sabo, so I need to be consistent. However, I'm going to go along with everyone else and kind of not judge. I think 
her lapses in memory in the past could bring up some interesting stuff here with her character. I'm curious if Napoleon also has amnesia. How does that work? Um, <laughs> do all her homies have amnesia now? I don't know. Um, hmm. I think it'd be fun if he didn't. And he was like trying to steer Big Mom back to evil and she's just kind yeah. of wandering off, not listening to him. That'd be hilarious. I, I hope that that is the case. I, I do like how Big Mom, when she's passed out, Napoleon is also passed out. I didn't notice that, <laughs> but I was just looking at that. Um, the I feel like Oda just really enjoys drawing Napoleon. I think that's part of it. Um, and I'm going to you know echo what Sam said. There was, a, I think, a lot of the disappointment we had at the end of Whole Cake Island, and there wasn't a lot, but the disappointment we did have was like, we don't know what's happening with a lot of this. It's so up in the air, which was fine, um, but it was, it, you know, it kind of felt like a little bit of a letdown. But I think if Oda is showing one thing here, you know, in that One Piece Connection article I wrote way, way back, you know, we talked about the different types of plots in One Piece you know, the, the huge stories that overlay the entire saga, the entire series, and then the saga and arc and, you know, the ones that happen within. In the new world, everything is so damn intertwined that us people, you know, us podcast people and wiki people and, you know, people trying to categorize everything get infuriated because everything just crosses over from one into the next. Um like the fact that we have the bad guy from the last arc who we didn't beat bad girl bad woman whatever you want to call her um and she's back here in the next arc not even like halfway through this arc who knows how far we are through this but it's pretty unbelievable i think it's really cool um it's very different and it also makes me like extremely confused as to what what will happen here with big mom in wano um do you guys have any other thoughts here? Is she, she going to be the Caesar Clown of the Wano arc? Yes, please. I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I thought Caesar Clown was, and I know uh, Sam is going to agree with me here, I thought Caesar Clown being in those following arcs was fantastic. Uh, so I'm not yeah. going to complain. But All unlike, I have to... uh, unlike that, he will not. she will not be a punching bag, and we know that because she could punch everyone else to oblivion. Um, she punches back. Yeah. yeah, everyone's going to be, like, handling her with kid gloves, you know? Like, they're going to be very mom careful. Gloves. They're called mom gloves. Mom gloves. Uh, <laughs> All I have to say is Frankie better not put nipple lights on that raid suit. Oh, my God. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, That'd you know, functional. <laughs> I'm a utilitarian if, you know, if I need a flashlight and they're available. Um, any other final thoughts? No? Okay, let's move on into the next segment. Yay. Let's go, One Piece podcast, off into the Piece Together segment. Let's start, Ed, with... DSP. Our first disc piece this week is from Morgil. Last week, you guys talked about the character Crescent Gary slash Galley. I just wanted to add an extra bit of clarification on this. The first version of Romance Dawn is indeed available in English. It was first released in the old American Shonen Jump print magazine and is currently included as a bonus in the first of the big manga box sets. Furthermore, the official translation that Viz went with in it is indeed Gary, not Galley. 
Yeah, I, I saw a bunch of people comment about that, and thank the you fuck for is correcting Gary? Us. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, the Stephen's explanation of uh, why they um, romanize Gary the way they do in in Japan was very funny. Uh, yeah, what's next? Yes, our next uh, couple of disc pieces is from our good friend Joe. You guys were, were wondering what Sanji's German name would be a few weeks ago, but now I pose the question, what are your German names? Oh. Mm. It's like a quality and a color, right? Uh, trivia teal. <laughs> Does it have to be alliterative? It doesn't, because it's still no, black. No. So I'd say attorney brown. Obsessive compulsive orange. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be. Shouldn't it be. Is there a color that starts with a D that I'm not thinking of at the moment? Because it would be OCD. <laughs> <laughs> Lethargic blue. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. I want a teal. I'm sad. I want teal. You're like a sports team from 1992. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Steve, then, what are you? Yeah, I want to know what Steve is. Uh, uh, wait, a what? What's your German name? What's your German name? So it's a quality and a color. It could really be anything. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, big purple. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, and then she also adds, Wait, wasn't that uh, dubs that there was a dub uh, called Big no, that's Green? That's a big green dub. Right? Yeah, big green. I was, I was thinking. <laughs> Let yeah. that child alone. <laughs> you're, you're, you're ready to look like Steve. Look like what? Grimace. Hey, nothing can defeat the Grimace. Oh, nothing can yeah. defeat the Grimace. He even, he even is the reason uh, why we have a recurrent president, if I recall correctly. That's that's right, right? Um, what's the next question, Sam? Uh, then uh, Joe also adds, uh, on a less silly note, were there ever moments in the story where you felt Oda's character writing was weak? I've been dealing with this feeling for a while and it's been bugging me. I almost wonder if it's if it's a side effect of having so many characters right now. And I know she's specifically referring to, you know, Joe's the big law fan. And I know that she's actually not that big on like law's characterization in Wano just because she like, she wishes that he was like kind of opening up to the crew more instead of being this kind of one note. Well, I think, uh, I think Joe's going to be coming on the show soon since she's a, a high, high tier Patreon subscriber. And we're going to have them on in the, in the coming weeks and months. Um, I, th you know, I, we all have different opinions about that. Um, for character, I know she, li she liked the comic book stuff this week. Yeah, no, this was, I think this was a good law chapter. Um, I also would say Sabo, I think had that amnesia thing. It's just in my head right now. Unlike amnesia. Um, I, I think this is such a cop out plot device. Yeah. Every once in a while, I feel like I can't think I can't pull an example. Sorry. But every once in a while, I feel like he drops some character writing in service of a joke or something and something, somebody just cause they're the character there will like, act in a way that doesn't quite feel right. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I remember having that feeling. And and a thing that comes to mind, this is a thing that we always harp on, but the, the worst chapter of One Piece, uh, where Frankie, uh, the Frankie Senior Pink um, Queen chapter, like, felt very weak because it felt like, what are you doing to Frankie, you know, type, type thing. But 
I feel like, I don't know. I feel like so many times in like the worst cases, it's always, it's always kind of a matter of, of patience sometimes like, uh, mm-hmm. like Usopp's like cowardice in Dressrosa, for example, like big hubbub when it was, when it first happened. And then like, as, as uh, now, now nobody's, nobody cares or, or, or people thought it was a cool character moment for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I definitely think she has a point with the uh, side effect of having so many characters where uh, it's you, know, you have all these characters in it, and like sometimes some of them just have to be uh, a you know a bouncing board for other characters uh, until they can have their their more serious moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I, I feel like that's always the thing that I think is true about stories. Is you kind of always got to have a mix of of like kind of dynamic or, or constantly developing characters and then like more static characters so that they can kind of mix and bounce in interesting ways. You know, like I, like I don't think it's, it's a, I don't think there's a point to like when people want to be like, Oh, Vegeta is a better character than Goku because Vegeta gets development. It's like, well, that's kind of the thing that makes them different is that like Goku kind of already has found himself and Vegeta has to, go through the process, et cetera. But they it's bounce always off each back other really to Dragon well. Ball Z. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> What's next, Sam? Uh, our next uh, question comes from Narthon. Uh, in the One Piece world, when w- this is the Germa question, when was the Germa comic first published? Were the color siblings characters in the comic first and then Judge copied them? Were there historic versions of the five colors before the siblings were born and became active in Germa activities? Uh, whatever. I like the yeah. stealth black version of Sanji's hair. I never oh, even so thought they, about Judge just being a comic book fan and then making him. <laughs> That's well, yeah, what I I've think been it's pretty obvious that the comic frequently. was uh, Yeah, the comic was inspired by the actual history of Germa. That's I what think. I thought, yeah. but I yeah. kind and of And they've always used these colors. And mm-hmm. Judge is Judge is very invested in like the legacy of Germa as a nation. Right. Right. He was making Germa great again. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, the only thing that doesn't quite fit into this is like Sora. Like that's the thing that always kind of where yeah. I hit a snag. Where maybe, I'm like, maybe she was does... maybe she was the Rosinante of the Germa. You know, she was secretly the spy for the government. Well, my my tinfoil hat theory has always been that uh, that Sora is she was like a marine hero. Uh, but she wasn't actually that like good of a person. She was actually like a super like maniacal evil villain, and that's why she got along with Judge. And and the the Sora hero in the comics is just like marine propaganda. I still or like just people with the same name. I like my new idea where he was just a really big nerd and liked the comic book, and then started just making them. Um, I know <laughs> it's not the real name. Her name. Oh, yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. He married he married Sanji's mom, and he's like no. The way this is going to work for me is you have to change your name to this character from my favorite yeah, comic totally. book. Because you notice there's no judge in the comic book as far as we know. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Sam, what's next? Uh, also, Narthon adds, uh, also good on Chopper being ready to dispatch Big Mom when she was knocked out. This doctor will do harm when he has to. <laughs> Which I guess is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything else on this piece? Yes, our final disc piece is from Grim Pyro. What a great chapter. Man, I'd really love a germicide comic. Even more so, I'd really love to know what the other fruits are in that book young Sanji was reading. Also, this peanut gallery of ninjas seems interesting. Good to see Gladius is back and riding a catfish. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Oda's not biting off more than he can chew with this influx of characters. I think he is biting off more than Definitely he can chew. Is. Part of the, that's that's mm. part of the thrill. 
Yeah, it's it's like when you just you know like oh this could go so wrong, but at the same time, you know, if it doesn't, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Right. Uh we could probably go to emails then, right? Email. Uh first email comes from Ryan uh, who said in honor of Kingdom Hearts 3 finally being released, I have a crossover question for you. So this one I guess is for um everyone but me. If One Piece had a Kingdom Hearts world, what would the name of the world be? What arc would the set setting for that world be? And what would the Keyblade you get from finishing the world be called? Bonus points if you could describe what it would look like if you can't be if you can't, then it's fine. Also, who and what would be some of the bosses for that world? I think they would just call like it, it the Grand Line. I was gonna say it has to be uh, Grand Line. I was going to say East Blue just because, I don't know, it feels like it would. That, that works too. There's less stuff, I guess, in East Blue. <laughs> just make it easy. I honestly think One Piece would be a good counterbalance to Disney and Final Fantasy in that like, it's kind of a good uh, in-between. I mean, One uh, Piece is sort of set up like Kingdom Hearts. It's like you could right. have a whole Kingdom Hearts where islands, uh, Final Fantasy worlds, Boy yeah. goes from island to island, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um I think the Keyblade, like I'm just imagining that the has to be a the, double fruit, right? Oh, that would be good. I was thinking it would be like a little like profile of uh, Mary. Hmm. Good or the skull with the straw hat on it. Yeah. Uh, we could go to the next question then. I think. Um, Myra says uh, she has a question for us. If you could, and we we've, we've gotten this question a lot, but it's been a little while, so I'll throw it out there again. Uh, if you could have any devil fruit that we're currently aware of from One Piece, which would it be? Let's go around the horn. Sam, if you one could devil have fruit, one? if you had it, if you could have it, which would it, which one would it be? <sighs> Remember, you can't swim again. You get an awesome power, but no swimming. I feel like jacket jacket is overused as a joke now. <laughs> so does that mean you want it because you're so counter to counterculture? Or what was it again? Contrarian? That's the word. Contrarian. Well, <laughs> I'm trying not to pick it to be contrarian. Oh, so you um, want the gum gum fruit. <laughs> yes. To, there we go. To think of a, the least Reverse contrarian. contrarianism. A fire fire fruit. I'm just trying to think of the <laughs> least contrarian. I can eat the smoking nuts. All right. While Sam thinks, uh, does anyone have one that they know? You know, I initially was like, it would be kind of cool to have that one where whatever you draw like comes to life. But then it actually was really kind of upsetting to think about. <laughs> Just they all like live and then have to die. Yeah, I don't know. I want, I want cheekies. I want, I want to fly with my shoes or whatever he has to do. <laughs> I don't have to cut off my legs though. Your legs are sword, and <laughs> your face is beard, and your head is wheel. Um, or whatever other iterations we had there. Anyone else? I feel like Magellan's power would be cool, but you get diarrhea all the time. Mm. Yeah, no thanks. I think I mean, I'd want a zone type. Giraffes are cool. Something flying. I'd be down with anything flying. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I think we as normal human beings in the normal, real, regular worlds all want to fly. Yeah, cause because who cares if you can't swim if you can fly? Yeah, and flying sucks. Exactly. Suck. Flying is like <laughs> swimming in the air. Very true. The uh, air is your ocean. Steve, which, which would you pick? I, I Man, I, I'm an incredibly boring person who 
doesn't pick like what superpowers they would have or what devil fruit they would eat. Uh, someone else pick for me. Uh, Steve, you should have um, Dodongo one. And pull off parts of his face. Yes, feed it to animals. Definitely that, and then make those animals follow you. Actually, that's sure. A pretty, that's a I love animals. Cool I love it. I love animals. Oh my god, you'd have just like a herd of elephants. I'll make everyone you. jealous when I go over their house and you know I'm playing <laughs> with their pets. I just make them eat a dumpling and they're like, "Oh, your pet loves me more than they love that's you." Right, my pet now. <laughs> You're just gonna like be playing uh, your PS4 with an elephant, you know, and they're gonna be like, "What, mm-hmm. what are you doing, Steve?" Right now. Uh, there's a lot of noise happening above. It's right. like, please poop outside. <laughs> <laughs> Their poop looks like coconuts. Um, uh, don't try to crack one open. <laughs> oh, that was my problem. Um, next one. Uh, should I answer that question? I mean, that, I feel like I have to do a logia because that makes the most sense. Because things could literally, like, very little, very little could hurt you if you have a logia. But I just don't know which one. Although, oh, the one, the power I actually would want, though, is Fujitora's, because that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that's awesome. I don't have a good reason for it. It's like my 12-year-old self just would really like that. Um, next question is from Ben Wild, uh, who, by the way, is putting trivia questions together. Um, says he has a theory for us. What do you think of Momonosuke being turned older at the end of the arc? We know that Shinobu has the power to mature things, and this would allow him to be of legal age to take over as Lord of Curry. Uh, also, great time. Uh, I'm going to say legal age to do other <laughs> things. But is he legal in his mind? Also, great time for him to try and. Uh, no, I. <laughs> the, the, wait, the verb. <laughs> to try and love up Nami and Robin and get smacked down now that he is not a kid. Um, that would be some good karma. Uh, he just gets smacked down. Um, but I don't know if I see that happening. Anyone? Hmm. Yeah. You know, y- y- when you get smacked down, you could get up again. Um, okay, what do we have on Reddit? Um, who's doing Reddit again at this point? You are. It's me! Awesome! Uh, so, Stephen, by the way, out this week because we are recording during the Super Bowl. Uh, this first one comes from Lord Nemo 593 who says, Why do the early scans exist? Is it just someone who gets the chapter a few days before and reveals it? Is there a reason that yeah. Jump or Shueisha or whoever's in charge wait two days to release it if they already have the chapter done and ready to go two days before? Because they so have shit magazines. Magazine. Yeah, yeah, they're physical magazines. That's what's happening. So someone who probably this is how this works. Someone works who works at a printing place. Yeah, or works at the printing press truck. or factory or dry or yeah or preps them for delivery. S- takes it, scans it like very literally, just you know one of the copies that he's going to deliver, and then posts it online before the street date, which is <laughs> when we all get it free and legal now. Literally everyone around the world. Um, on Shueisha's site or on Shonen Jump from Viz. So, I, I think today it is especially useless. Um, and I think it was harmful, obviously, but it, it, it ended up, I guess, you know, I don't know, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and the reason why they don't wait is because they don't want to compete with their own print magazine product. Right. Uh, That's why yeah. they don't do it when, I guess, it's technically done. Um, yeah. To be fair, 
I'm pretty sure Oda probably has everything ready. Well, we know Steven translates it a little while before, too. Uh, so they they have the materials just about ready to go way before, but not not everything or not all the pieces are like together by that point. Um, so I mean, if you just want to read a script of the chapter and you want them to release that, I'm sure they could do that a few weeks ahead of time. Um, they would never do that. Let's be clear. not only would they never do that, but you would not enjoy it because I mean, half the reason I hope at least half the reason you read through One Piece is for the amazing art. Um, and also, you know, waiting until it's done. It's fine. It's a week. Actually, this week, it's on Friday. So you could read it on this Friday. So is there a reason we know for that or just, uh, yes, I don't know. Probably. Um, it's, (laughs) is it a holiday this week? I have no idea. Maybe, I hope it's not another double issue. We've been having so many breaks. Even I'm getting annoyed by this. Um, let's go to, um, Natachi, who says, seems like Luffy has evolved his gear for from the animals he had on the island. Uh, this is uh, somewhat about the anime, I guess, as well. Uh, Bounce Man, Giant Gorilla, Snake Man, Giant Python. Would it be safe to assume that he can incorporate other animals in his fight when needed? Uh, also, uh, this person says he is worried about Sanji's raid suit. It might give him a chance to take a peek at Robin and Nami. Uh, but he will nosebleed so bad that he will fill up the mask and drown in his own blood. <laughs> I'm sure Robin will find it funny, though. She does have a grim yeah, sense can't, of humor. He can't win too much in that department. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes it's better not to get what you want uh, for everyone's sake. Uh, yeah, what a way to go. Uh, uh, does anyone have... I mean, I think we knew before that... Uh, all of his attacks were named after animals from what, what's the Ru- Ruskina. Ruskina. I knew it started with an R and that's all I remembered. Uh, anyway, I, I, is, is there any animal that we saw there that we did not uh, have an attack for yet? I mean, he's got the, has he done a lion thing? Yeah. Um, there was a, oh shit. It was like Leo something, right? Was oh, it? like Leo Bazooka or something. Yeah, something, yeah. Like something that, during yeah. Dress Rosa. Um, I love the animal themes to the attacks. That That's a fun... Uh, Maybe he'll do like a dinosaur or something. <laughs> That'd yeah. be great. Tyrannosaurus um, pistol. So this just in. Uh, February 11th is National Foundation Day in Japan. Uh, That's when a, you put foundations in all your houses. Uh, <laughs> it celebrates the mythological foundation of Japan and the accession of its first emperor, Emperor Jimu. Hmm. Interesting. So is it a double issue then, I'm guessing? Or maybe it's just released no, early because the holiday, of the holiday is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's why. Like, okay. It would come out. Yeah. Okay, so that's good news that. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like we're going to be off the following week, hopefully. Uh, next question uh, comes from srob22. There's a quick theory. He thinks that when Big Mom regains her memory, she will regain all of her memories, including Mother Carmel and the kids. I think. I mean, how many of us think that that's going to be the case? Re- repeat the question. She thinks th- uh, this person thinks that when Big Mom comes comes to, you know, all her memories come to, it will include Mother Carmel and eating the children. Yeah, I think something like that has to happen. It would give, if that is like kind of where the amnesia leads or somewhere like that, I'd be a lot happier 
with that plot device. I'm extremely skeptical right now. Yeah, she's got a. There's got to be some point where she like has to like for real face what really happened and not just keep doing all these mental gymnastics. Um. Okay. So, uh, uh, CJ, I, you go ahead. I just feel like this is going to turn that episode of Regrets uh, when uh, Stu hit his head and then he thought he was a baby. Oh my God, I remember that. There were, I, I I honestly think like they're gonna like treat yeah. uh big mom like Lin Lin, young Lin Lin, mm. and they're just gonna be kids again. Uh but watch out because she'll eat them. So, I, I was I gonna know. Yeah, she was not great to the other kids. No, she wasn't. I know, that's the thing. I was just realizing like, oh wait, she was a shitty kid too. Um I mean I I was gonna say this is a plot device I feel like I've seen in a lot of shows where they get like tricked into thinking there's something else after they lose their memory. And besides Rugrats, I feel like that's happened in a lot. Futurama had, I think, an episode like that too. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's like a chance to like work with a clean slate. But Mm -hmm. still kinda like the character skeleton is there, but you could Mm -hmm. like yeah. Look, I'll I'll hold off on my opinion. Yeah, I'll see where it goes. Uh, next one, um, I just will say CJ DeElf uh, also said that the Shiryu and uh, Sanji invisible fight, you know, seems like it's going to mm-hmm. happen. Uh, Nivers has the most ridiculous question. It's fine if none of you have an answer to this, but what store, what store-bought frozen pizza would you use to describe any of the filler arcs? Whoa. Um... Okay. I'm going to Here we go. Go for um, it. Go for it. I I'm not familiar with too many frozen pizza because I'm not a child anymore. And also um, you lived in New York for most of I, your I well I did, but you know, we my brother my brother was a big big bigger fan of uh frozen pizza. Man, uh, but What um, is wrong with him? Hit him. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> no. Uh anywho, uh it's weird because you know, I think G8 is usually referred to as like the best filler arc. Uh, I recently uh, rewatched uh, Rainbow Mist all in one sitting, and I think it's a lot better than it was given credit for. Um, I'd say, okay, and we're talking the realms of frozen pizza here, so don't like come after me, Zach. Uh, and you too, Ed. You're from Chicago. Uh, uh i I don't know what philly's stance is on uh pizza so i'm sorry kelly um i would say like g8 and rainbow mist are like two of the best filler arcs in one piece i think they're more of the DiGiorno. they got a little more flavor to it you know good doughy crust can't go wrong uh it's not delivery i'll tell you that well it's because i think those are kind of on the same level right now i don't know which one's better uh, tombstone pizza is a nice, if you get a nice, a good pepperoni tombstone pizza, it's not a thick crust, but it's usually nice and crispy if but you t- cook it just right. Uh, a very serviceable frozen pizza <laughs> that if you're a monster, you could just eat it all yourself and you'll feel just fine. Um, I, I would say a tombstone pizza sits in your stomach for a really long time. So it's probably one of the filler arcs that are a little too long, but not terrible. Uh, but like Apis, I still think is the worst. Like Apis and like Helios. I does that still exist? Because I had that as a kid. Mama Celeste. I, I hated it. Man, I, I forgot about Red Baron. Red Baron's pretty decent. I like Red Baron. That's my Red go-to. Baron. 
Yeah, I don't consider I don't consider frozen pizza pizza. I consider it like a separate category where if you're really desperate and you have nothing else, like a filler arc, like a filler arc, exactly. Yeah, I have to apologize to our fan that asked this question because it's a good question. But I think I like frozen pizza more than I do one piece filler. (laughs) You know what? And I'm a pizza snob. Me too. (laughs) Uh, Like Red Baron does not. Deserve I don't know to if be I've had Red Baron. The Goat Island filler. Any so. any other people with thoughts on that, or should we move on? So is Red Baron like the movies then? No, um, it's not quite as good as the movies. <laughs> Which movie? So the movies would be like one of the like one of the good movies, you know, like one of the sort of upper, you know. Uh, one of those sort of newer frozen pizzas no. that have like natural ingredients and stuff, like an Amy's. Yeah, something like no, that. I think like the like the the film trilogy would even be like dollar pizza in New York level. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's above frozen pizza. Even that's what I'm saying, but not <laughs> quite at real pizza. So it's like one somewhere in between. One piece film pizza. God, that sounds amazing. Anyway, next question. <laughs> Electric Dynamite says, what do you think the chances are that pudding is involved with Big Bomb's amnesia? Maybe not in causing it, but perhaps fixing it. Okay, but she didn't have amnesia right before she went into the waterfall. Or did she? No, she didn't. Don't think so. <laughs> like, that would have been uh, some short period of time for that to happen. I can see her fixing it, but I also don't think she's here. I don't, she didn't look like she was on the boat when they showed the family. Right, which doesn't guarantee anything, but True. Like I've, I think Pudding and Katakuri are staying behind. I think that they're, I think they're holding the fort. Um, should we move on? Uh, next one is from Nico Robbins' Yowie Hands. Uh, mm. I for two two questions. Delayed <laughs> reaction there from Steve. That's a good name. <laughs> it is. Uh, I agree with Uso Hachi. Sabo Mask is not a great name. What would you name Sanji's new persona? Cool man. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't he just name it Sanji is cool? And it would just say it in big letters. Away on... His identity, Zach. No, that, that would be the joke, Steve. <laughs> Who is this Sanji is cool man? Surely <laughs> <laughs> he cannot be Sanji. No one's that self-absorbed. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. I just realized something. I don't think we've ever seen Sanji and Sanji's cool man in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be great. So the it would be the outfit is exactly the same, except instead of like the three, it just says in big letters, Sanji, and then in smaller letters, this cool He's man. cool. Or uh, it's a picture of his face. And then man under it, yeah. <laughs> With a picture of his face. Just like making it as obvious as possible. And then page one is just like, who is this man? Not that he would know who Sanji is anyway. Uh <laughs> the second question, over under on Big Bro Chopper uh, teaching Linlin proper manners before she gets hungry for a cotton candy snack. Hmm. He's going to do his best. Yeah, I don't think he's going to succeed at that, though. It might not be enough. If if she feeds on some of that kibidongo, they might be able to control her, though. So you never <laughs> know. An animal. I think I think they did explicitly say that didn't work on people. Oh, it right? doesn't. Okay, I wasn't didn't, sure. Was that said? I I feel like it was. I don't. My memory's. Not it might have been said. Way. I just really wanted to be controlled by Thomas so bad. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. 
Well, um, maybe if her mind is as empty as it is, it's more like an animal or something. <laughs> Uh, we have a question, but uh, from uh, the Admiral Peaches, but we should probably go back to that when uh, Stephen's back because it's a translation question. Uh, Foodgasm agrees with me about the amnesia trope. Does anyone here like the amnesia trope? I think it's neutral. Okay. I I mean I think done we... anything yet? Yeah, right, I just I... I just mean yeah I just mean generally what they think. Uh, about yeah, that's why I said it was like my gut reaction was bad, but, like, I'm actually not judging it yet. I mean, I kind of criticized, like, the Sabo one, because it felt like such, like, a lazy way of being like, oh, this is why Sabo wasn't at Marineford. But at the same time, I was like, well, Oda's never used this trope yet, so, like, he kind of gets, like, a pass. I, I think I think this is the Alex argument here, so, uh, but now it's like, you know, we'll see what he does now when he uses it again, but there's potential. Like, I'm not going to knock it in the first chapter it's introduced. Um, this one is from a Jedi with no name uh, who says, I know this question comes up occasionally, but what is the address to send Oda a question for the SBS? Also, should I send it in Japanese or English? Um, I believe it is a address in Japan, obviously. I believe it's probably a better idea to send it in Japanese if you have that chance, if you can. I wouldn't just use Google Translate, though. I would, you know, try Ooh, to. No. Uh, do uh, if you get, do any of you guys have that address offhand or uh, know where we could find that? I guess Kelly. I feel probably like probably not too hard to Google Shoeisha's like. Yeah, I'm sure company you send address. Shoeisha's company address. Yeah. Yeah, but and I do re- like care of a few years Oda. ago. A bunch of people on AP like got a question and the Reddit. SBS, mm-hmm. and, and they did it in Japanese, right? That was like yeah. part of it. Yes, they did. I think, and we, I think we did the move. same thing. I think we sent in a bunch, um, if I recall correctly. Maybe we'll do that again in the future. Um, even if we send them in, you know, on people's behalf, I don't necessarily. I would not bet that those actually get asked, unless they're your typical SBS questions. Hmm. Um, okay, let's try for, um, Realpool, who says, Hey guys, I remember Greg and many others predicting Chopper one day getting his own story arc where he shines for his medical prowess. Big Mom has serious hunger and memory-related medical issues. Is this going to be the time where Chopper puts his neck on the line and chooses to treat Big Mom instead of trying to get rid of her? Hmm. I know. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a medical thing to me. I mean, it would be cool if he figures out a diagnosis for those things and is able to like solve her hunger pangs, which I would say is a medical issue. Mm-hmm. I don't Therapist know what chopper. it is. <laughs> Let's talk about your past. Um, anyway, I, I guess, yeah, maybe he's a, what is it, a psychotherapist? Um, any Any other thoughts on that? No? And it's time to Peace the Tweet. I was afraid you'd forget about Peace the Tweet. And what do we have this week? First one comes from Ghost Starch who says, No one has ever escaped Udon because Queen is the warden. I think Queen will fight Kid and Luffy and get defeated, but recover in time for the festival because he is awakened. Also, do you Mm. think he or King sent assassins after Zoro for attacking Kyoshiro's men? We don't know what Queen is, right? Like, what we assume ancient Zoan he is. 
We know King was kind of the, yeah. big fat dude. <laughs> he certainly has an interesting design. Yeah, I think that's why people are. I don't know. I re- I remember on a past episode somebody saying like Triceratops or Stegosaurus or something mm. that's sort of a bigger, rounder dinosaur would be cool. Or Ankylosaurus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quadruped. Barney. Mm-hmm. Barney. <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. Um, I'm just imagining that. Sorry. Go ahead. Next one comes from Cracker Jack, who, who says, I noticed that we didn't see Perospero's right side in Chapter 930. Could he have replaced his candy arm with Yonji's winch arm so he could enjoy hot afternoon tea without his arm melting? Yonji was the most disposable of the bin smokes, and I doubt they all escaped. Mm. <laughs> I don't think Oda would be like, and Jeremy escaped, except for Yonji. <laughs> Nobody liked Yeah, probably not. Okay. The next one comes from... Uh, Glue Glue Raptor, who says, do you think Pudding is involved with what happened to Big Mom at the end of the chapter? No, you've already answered that question. Um, I don't think so. I think she might be involved in solving it, but she's not responsible for it being there. Right. And I, with like the way like Pudding was so conflicted uh, during uh, the wedding and all that, like, why would be, why would they think to bring her? Yeah. Also, like she's not really a fighter. She's not. Well, no, there is there is a reason they'd bring her, because she might be able to read Kaido's poneglyph, awaken her third eye powers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna get too carried away with that speculation. It's been known to bite us in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Our next one comes from West the Fitting. He says, "My high school had refrigerated vending machines, and the hot fudge sundae pop tarts came out almost frozen. Ten on ten would eat cold pop tarts again." Uh, I I <laughs> must admit good. I. I enjoyed your Pop-Tart conversation. It, <laughs> it delighted me. I saw you tweet about that. Thank it, you. it really is amazing. I have not had a Pop-Tart since that discussion. You're not missing much. I like I Pop-Tarts. I think the brown sugar cinnamon ones are good. I think I the s'more ones are amazing. Good. I think because I've always had a sweet tooth, I, I did not see the appeal of the brown sugar one, but I think Stephen is absolutely right. I think you have to put that one in the toaster. Yep. I don't agree with that either. I think I'll most of them taste much better in the toaster. The s'more one is the only one I'd be fine just eating. Ed, you remember how much I used to just like eat crap in like oh, yeah. college? I used to just have those constant more old crap, stories like, about you and Ed. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do that sometimes. A whole box of poppins. Okay, let's not talk about Entomics. Um <laughs> They're delicious, okay? I, I had a problem and I'm over it. I have not had an Entenmann's in many years. Um, anyway, go ahead. Okay. All right, next one comes from Yin Tabef, who says, I really hope that Chopper ends up becoming Big Mom's big brother while she has amnesia. Let the reign of Big Chopper begin. Big Mom's like big bro. Mon- Monster Chopper. Monster oh my Chopper God. is Big Mom's friend. I'm just imagining them skipping through a field of flowers together, Monster Chopper and Big Mom. Oh, that's such a disturbing image. <laughs> uh, what's okay. next, Jim? Super Ninja Clone says, next chapter cover has to be Weebs, Vito, and Law arguing over a pile of sword <laughs> comics, right? <laughs> That's hey, amazing. We gotta get that request in. We yeah. didn't notice Skywalker to see if he's... Oh, yeah. That's totally what you should do. I'm Actually, serious. we probably shouldn't have people harass him. <laughs> He, d- he won't even know what... It, you should. Probably. I mean, that's a legitimately good one. Don't harass him unless you have a very good idea. Yeah, everyone want, thinks I, they have a very good idea. No, <laughs> can we, unless can we have you... Law appro- and Vito at a comic book convention sitting yes. in a panel. 
asking oh a question. Gosh. Trying to get a signature from Jerma. Like who and the sitting German at the table. double six CD ROM. <laughs> <laughs> but no, sir. What it should do, what they should do is, if you want Noda to submit something, you just submit it to us, and we say yes or no, and then you tweet it at him and say, "This is approved." Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's a fair way to go. Yeah, then he won't be harassed. There won't be so many. Um, yeah, good, excellent. Yeah. A chance yeah. to make your fans feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Any opportunity to do that. Um, hey, whenever uh, all of a sudden uh, fans of the Straw Hats start, no, when when the Bartow Club starts like a radio broadcast talking about <laughs> what's happening to Straw Hat Pirates, that's when I'll start to question how I've spent my life. <laughs> what's and I'm next? like, oh god, Oda, Oda really is Snail mocking cast. us. Yeah, they they send a film crew to go talk to Makino at the bar from where Luffy grew up. <laughs> we'll understand that reference because now it's available once again on our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash One Piece Podcast to understand that reference and also Bartolomeo. Um, seriously. Right. I, I think we had a deleted scene, which we have to probably put up if, if, I, if we don't have it, about uh, Greg and his, uh, and his room, which was literally based, Bartolomeo was based on, I think. Oda saw OPP Japan. Are you, are you telling the truth, Zach? I thought we we had a scene where Greg was like taking giving a tour of his room. I definitely have a video of that. And that's no, no bowl. bowl. What's <laughs> next? <laughs> uh, Serpentscape says Big Mom washed up on shore, but where did her kids go? And how will that end up playing into the amnesia subplot if her kids reappear and see her getting buddy buddy with the straw hats? Hmm. Oh my yeah. god! It's like my old prediction of Big Mom coming true. And I thought like she would befriend the Straw Hats. Oh my god, <laughs> it is. Weird. That is weird. Give me the prize. <laughs> okay, uh, next one comes from... Uh, what visual modifications do you think Frankie will make to Sanji's raid suit? Which, who is this from? This is from Heavenly Halberd. Oh, it's uh, Grant. Oh yeah, Grant. Um, what? No, that's a different Grant. Grant oh. Baxter. It says Grant Baxter right there. Uh, I would definitely having, you know, I think they would change the three and put in Sanji is cool, man. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I feel like the hair thing is still weird, but maybe that's just me. We really talk about that, that the the suit makes his hair go like that. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's part of the suit. There's like gel that like spurts out. And does, like, when he puts on the headphones, it like pushes down oh. on the hairs, and it put and it makes pushes them flip up. up on other hairs. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Get rid of um, all the numbers. That's how, that's how headphones work. My headphones yeah, are doing I'd that to a, me right now. <laughs> I'd be afraid if uh, Sanji was involved in the designing, he'd be replacing oh the my God. threes with like hearts and stuff. Um. No, Sanji. Nami's Nami's face. <laughs> Sanji has a very Sanji has a very Art's eclectic like a, style. He's yeah, either like dressed a, really nice or weird, like in uh, what was that film Zed when he was wearing the sweater with a tie or something? I don't oh, still yeah. don't know what that, that was. Strong world, strong, strong world, world, yeah. So you maybe like it, a utility belt with like cigarettes and oh my god utensils. You would design it with uh, like the the Saitama's Opai sweat, sweatshirt. His, <laughs> his name would be Deathman because he kills himself with cigarettes. <laughs> That's uh, his power. 
he how does about, smoke death well, how about with, right, with exactly. the black motif you could just call him black tar Oh, black lung Sanji. Black lung Sanji. Black lung Sanji. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That one's great too. I don't know what we're calling this episode. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh. Uh, black lung Sanji, the coal miner. Anyway, uh, Puerto Rican guy. That's the that's that's the Twitter handle. Don't blame me. Some Puerto Rican guy. Just Why would Puerto we blame you? You could be Puerto Rican. Go ahead. Please. Sounds wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> thirty red, rock, thirty rock. Sounds weird just to say it like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If the red poneglyph are, are required to reach the One Piece, isn't now the perfect chance for Blackbeard to attack Totoland? By the end of this arc, Big Bomb is going to lose her Emperor status. Hmm. And maybe Kaido if he gets defeated. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. That would be interesting. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen too much from Blackbeard lately. No, and. I mean, we we saw him for the first time recently. So, I mean, we have seen Blackbeard lately. We just don't... He just seems to be sitting around telling people to do things, though. He's kind of the opposite of Luffy. Yeah. Like, he... he Luffy goes out there and does the thing himself. And Blackbeard's like, I'm too lazy to do the thing. You do the thing. Anyway. Well, that's more, yeah. <laughs> it, does, it does feel like... Well, yeah. um... That's why he wanted Moria to join his crew. They relate. Yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like a lot of people think that possibly eventually down the line, Blackbeard uh, will, uh, you know, come in contact with Shanks and possibly that will cause like uh, something to happen that makes Luffy especially want to go after him or something. But like, it would be interesting if that's actually by the end of this arc, they do befriend Big Mom and Blackbeard messing up Big Mom's territory did actually have that sort of effect of making Luffy uh, want to go after Blackbeard or something. What's next, Ed? Okay, next one comes from Benjamin Kelso, who says, I wonder if those ninja are going to somehow help Robin get a power-up, can help the assassin to learn from assassins. Mm. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I feel like a lot of us are assuming that, they, that this is going to be a positive interaction, but like, we're supposed to assume this is not going to be a positive interaction, and it might like that's still the more likely thing that she just gets captured, mm-hmm. or she kicks some ass. That's true. That would that, be that, nice. Be cool. Or they end up being good guys by the end of the story, not necessarily yeah. next chapter. Right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last one comes from MJ MJC Carto, who says, I "Won't have a real opinion on whether or not the end of nine thirty one was a good idea until after I see how things play out in this arc. Absolutely. I think Big Bomb's amnesia will give at least some of the Straw Hats a false sense of security. I also think that later on in the arc, she's going to regain her memories at a time before she can be of major use to the Straw Hats, and it'll be at a time when they're not prepared to face her." Okay, I can see that. Mm. Like if they're fighting Kaido and she gets her memories back, like you son of a bitch, you left me, and then she fights Kaido, yeah. or they're yeah, about this to is just like one sick more her on part. King, and <laughs> suddenly she's like, oh wait, no, I don't like you guys. <laughs> Kaido was a bad boyfriend. <laughs> okay, that's gonna do it for piece to piece the tweet and piece together. So let's round off. This has been episode 555 for February 3rd, 2019. Uh, one of the only 
four or five times, I guess. We've had three of the same numbers in uh, in our episode number. So, cool. Uh, thank you all for coming on today. Thank you, Steve, for doing the art this week. Maddie is off in Japan, and we wish her well. That's really awesome. Um, so, make sure to... Uh, if I guess she's not selling anything anymore, right? At this no, point? our store's closed. Uh, when she gets back, buy her stuff. Um and uh, support her otherwise. Uh, again, One Piece Podcast goes to Japan on our Patreon, patreon.com slash One Piece Podcast. Uh, that is for all patrons, no matter one, ten, five, seven, thirty, eighty, fifty dollars $50, any number you could think of, and you can watch One Piece Podcast goes to Japan, as long as it's an integer. Um, also, want to mention, if you were in the $10 range, you could see deleted scenes, commentary, and more. We're going to be adding more cool stuff as I find it <laughs> available uh, from One Piece Podcast Goes to Japan. That's all going to be exclusive to Patreon at patreon.com slash One Piece Podcast. Uh, you could read the manga free and legal on Manga Plus and shonenjump.viz.com. Don't forget to do that. Um, the next chapter comes out this Friday, February 8th, is it? Um, now... We are going to be doing a podcast at our normal time. Uh, it'll probably be Sunday. Um, I'm going away over the weekend, so it's it's just not going to happen on Friday. And I think when they come out early, we're probably going to stick with Sunday. So we apologize to you guys out there who I know will really want to hear our thoughts. But we want to keep a somewhat consistent schedule, too. So, And it's also hard to schedule people on, let's say, a Friday night. Um, so that's the way it's going to be. Joey, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Joey Weiser, and this just in: I now have an Instagram. Ooh, uh, that's yeah. Joey Weiser Comics. Gasp! Um, where I've been posting a lot of uh, old and new art and uh, stuff about my comics and stuff. Um, I'm a cartoonist. Uh, you can read the Merman series, and uh, upcoming in May, you'll be able to read Ghost Hog, my new graphic novel. Um, May, uh, I don't remember what the date is, but the first Saturday, I think in May is free comic book day and there will be a, um, ghost hog free comic book as well. So go to out to your comic shops and get that free ghost hog comic book. Um, and then I also do a podcast with Alex and our friend Scott called Toho Yaro. That's a Japanese film club podcast. Um, we just did an episode on Yoji Yamada's The Yellow Handkerchief. And we're about to do one on the first Lone Wolf and Cub movie. So uh, check that out if that sounds interesting to you. Of course. Um, Sam. Uh, uh, they can find me on Twitter at Lucky Chainsaw. They can find me on the One Piece podcast every week, well, most weeks, doing the uh, anime recaps. And they can find me on AnimeNewsNetwork.com doing the daily streaming reviews for One Piece, Black Clover, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. And I think uh, as I think we're not doing the anime recap this week, if you haven't already noticed. So we'll be back next week with a double. Uh, but thank you, Sam, for coming on today. Uh, Kelly, where can people find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Karuri. Uh, Steve, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Steve Yurko is the username. Uh, my online store is open once again. Uh, that's steveyurko.storeenvy.com. I also have a T Public store, which I should try to update more. I only have one design on there. Uh, but if you like Sailor Moon and King of the Hill, you could buy stuff with that on it. Uh, also, listen to me on other podcasts. I host uh, the new podcast, The Deep End, which is a podcast covering every 
show that's aired on Adult Swim with Cartoons 101's Matthew J. And I am a co-host on Toon Suite, uh, the wrestling entrance theme podcast I do with our good friend, Doctor. So check out those shows. Steve is on a lot of podcasts, but he has a great voice and a great mind. So please listen to him. Well, uh, heads up. Uh, apparently the wrong microphone recorded me for the next Toon Suite. So I'm going to sound like shit. But well, thank you, never mind. I take that all back. Thank you, Steve, for coming on the show. Ed, where can people find us? Here's Zach underscore Logan on Twitter. I am at Edward One Piece. I'm also at Weeb Trailers for all of my weird anime trailers that I find on old DVDs. Podcasts can be found at One Piece. Weird. Some of them are pretty weird. Uh, the podcast can be found at OnePiecePodcast.com, Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash OnePiecePodcast. OnePiecePodcast at gmail.com is our email address. OnePiecePodcast is our Skype name. R slash OnePiecePodcast. That is our subreddit. You can leave us some piece together there. And you can subscribe on SoundCloud. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, or call us on our phone number, Zach. Our phone number at is 347-497-MAJI. That phone number again is 347-497-6254. Call anytime. Hi. With your nickname for Sanji, whether it be something as creative as Sanji is cool man, black lung man, or something not as funny as those two. Uh, so before we go, uh, two things. We're going to do trivia in a second, but before we do trivia, I want to mention our 10th anniversary is coming up this year, May 31st. We're going to have some really cool special announcements like, really huge, cool special announcements. Like, really, really huge, cool special <laughs> announcements coming up in the next few weeks. I do want to mention that technically, kind of, not really, but maybe, our 10th anniversary is this Saturday on February 9th. And that is when I opened, I believe it was the blog spot for the One Piece podcast. And if you want a secret little you know, insight as to how early I was thinking of this podcast, you could go to One Piece Podcast. I think it's onepiecepodcast.blogspot.com. And you'll see in February 9th, 2009, our very first post. Uh, so that kind Ooh, of counts, right? So uh, it's not interesting. I, it is so not I remember the I remember the, like the, the, the sample art you made when we were still in college. Yeah, art is a word for it. Um, so <laughs> I'm And not here's the hotel room that Ed and Zach stayed <laughs> on their road trip back from Florida oh where God. they discussed this idea. He remembers you about the, the Applebee's story. that we ate at in Raleigh. Oh, I remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That cart... So that car is currently in my garage, and the uh, driver's side window will not close. Um, it has been cold <laughs> here. Uh, so let's get into some trivia. Uh, today I'm going to do something different uh, than what we usually do, uh, because I was reading all of the Reddit questions this week. I did not have time to hastily throw together trivia like I usually do. So we are going to use, and please do not cheat, we are going to use Greg's website, thegrandline.com slash onepiece.html to go through some trivia. Now, this has not been updated since volume 55, but we are going to keep that in mind. Uh, we are going to do some One Piece timeline trivia. The first person to get five of these closest correct, um, and we're not doing prices right rules, so just closest out of each of you guys, uh, will win the Taiyaki for this week. So I'm going to name an event and this is going to be as of pre-time skip, so you're going to add two years to whatever this you think this is, because this was as of volume 55. I'm going to ask you how long ago this event took place. All right? It's going to be something that obviously happened in a flashback. You're just guessing no, a okay. number, so 
you guys, okay, someone so will, now, will win not from each from when Greg made the website. No, from, well, no, it's going to be too confusing to add two years. So it's going to be from the pre-time skip. So you're okay. going to... You're going to have to subtract two years okay, from it. Sure. So if something happened five years ago from now, it actually happened three years ago. Got it? Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so we're going to give each person a chance to start first. If they don't get it, or, or um, actually, no matter what, every unless they get it right on the nose, in which case they'll get two points, uh, we're going to go around. So we've done something like this before. Um, so let us start. I'm going to randomly choose these. Uh, so let's see. What is the first? Um, and we're not taking turns. We just blurted it out? or No, no. We're going to take turns. I'm going to go around okay. Um, okay. in an order that I have listed. Uh, Crocus was born this many years ago before Ooh. the time skip. So this many years before. You, you get it. Uh, Ed, you're going to start. Sure. Um, 88. 88. Kelly. Um, 73. 73. Steve. Um, 77. 77. Sam. 130. You wish. Uh, the winner for that round is Kelly. The correct answer is 71. Okay. So she's actually anyway. exactly. No, no, you're not out. We. Oh, sorry, Joey. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't write your name down for some reason. That's my bad. Oh, oh. Um, what were you gonna guess, Joey? Sixty-five. <laughs> okay. Well, you, well, you would have. <laughs> no, well, you no, would have no, not have gotten it anyway. Kelly yeah, Kelly still, still wins. It's just because um, I saw that clip recently where he introduces himself. Oh well, you would have been exactly correct uh, if with the post time skip. Mm. He's exactly seventy-three today. Um, Kelly, you're next, actually. Um, Let's see. Randomly choosing stuff. Um, Noland came upon uh, comes up. Uh, sorry, on May twenty first of this year, Noland comes upon uh, the surviving descendants of uh, Shandara on the island of Jaya. Now, this is a very approximate. I think this is somewhat approximate uh, year. Uh... If you can name the sea age year. I will also take that. Wait, this isn't years ago? This years is ago. Year. This is years ago. But you could also say okay. the year if you want. Oh, God. If you get the year correct, I will also that. give you the point. <laughs> this many years ago. This okay. is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, go ahead. What did they say? It was like like 400 something, 400 years ago or something like yeah, that. Kelly got it exactly correct. <laughs> oh, did she? <laughs> she did. I don't um, know how this game I, works, and I don't I'm know how you get one. correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's do this. Um, you, you finally have Joey on another episode who hates <laughs> trivia, and you're not like you're not, you're not providing a compelling argument against. So Steve, the first time I'm doing well. <laughs> Steve, you're next. Uh, Kaku was born this many years ago. Um, and this is before the time skip, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So you subtract twenty three. Wow, exactly correct. Damn it. Yeah, I knew it. I'm doing these randomly. Um, all right, Sam, you get this next one. Uh, who is that? Oh, Negi Kuma Maria was born <laughs> this many years ago. <laughs> Can I be reminded who that is? <laughs> no. The woman who looks like the hiking bear. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. 80. 
Okay. Joey? 65. 65. Ed? 69. That's funny. Uh, Kelly? Uh, 75. 75. Steve? 57. And the winner is Steve. The answer is 43. She looks looks very good for her age. She's still a young woman. Yeah, okay. All monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly and Steve are tied at three. Remember, the goal is five points. All right, let's see what's next here. Um, uh, Zeph and the Cook Pirates, which I didn't, was that officially what they were called? Enter the Grand Line this many years ago. Uh, Joey, you're first. Uh, uh, 20. (laughs) Okay, Ed? 42. That's okay. Kelly? Uh, 35. Steve? How many years ago? How many years ago? Did they enter the grand line? Yep. Shit. Um... Sorry, I'm trying to do math here. Uh, let's do 14. Sam. 12. Sam is our winner for that one. It was 10. Because oh. um, they just got back to the East Blue when they met Sanji. Right. Okay. Uh, how evil should I be here? Um, Wait, the, you're not being evil already. No, no uh, Ed, <laughs> this one's for you. Uh, let's do Spandam was born this many years ago. Oh. This is not evil. 27. Kelly? 36. 36. Steve? 43. 43. Sam? 29. 29. And Joey? 25. 25. Um, I think... Sorry, you guys are... Equidistant? No, um, Kelly, I think, wins this one. Uh, 39. Hmm. Hmm. Kelly only needs yeah. one more to win. You guys thought you guys gave him too much credit. You thought he was a lot. Yeah, these characters are always like That's way weird. older than you think, or way younger right. than you think, or exactly what you might think. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a thing where like kids always look older, and then adults always look younger. I don't yeah, know. the middle-aged adults always still look pretty young. Yeah, because Japan yeah. thinks once you turn twenty-five, your life is over. <laughs> oh no, I'm not married, and I don't have three children. Sorry, not no, worrying too much yeah. about that anymore over there. <laughs> um. Okay, let's find a good one here. I just remember watching an episode of Shin Chan with Alex like last year, and I'm like, wow, they're really rough on this 26 year old woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, man, old movies are always talking to ladies about how they're too old to get married when they're they like. Kelly will say that to people uh, now. Next question, yeah. Kelly. We're still yeah. playing, right? Um, I'm here. Okay, Kelly starts this one. Uh, the est- this, this is how many years ago was the estimated start of the use of the Tree of Knowledge as a gigantic <sighs> library in O'Hara? Wait. Uh, I'm going to say 500. Well, Steve? Tree of Knowledge. 700. Sam? 200. Joey? 100. Ed. 666. Our winner is Steve. 
<gasps> who's now tied with Kelly, the answer was 5,000. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> That's the oldest event listed here. Um, wow. If you're interested, yeah. And Five I think thousands of years ago. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, next one is for, I think this one, Steve, starts this one. Uh, the dance powder incident transpires in Alabasta this many years ago. And that's the one, okay. Um, two years ago. Wow, correct, exactly. Steve is our winner. <laughs> Man, I didn't think I'd be that good at this. Yeah, good job. I am a nerd. It feels nice <laughs> to be back. Tayaki for Steve. Uh, we will be back next week. Remember, the chapter comes out this Friday, but we'll be back this next week uh, covering chapter 932 and also 871 and 872 of the anime as the Katakuri fight comes to a close. You'll have to wait one week for our thoughts on it, but we'll see you then. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. And my name is Steve. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Smoke. Wouldn't he just name it? Sanji is cool. And it would just say it in big letters. It's like his identity, Zach. No, that, that would be the joke, Steve. <laughs> Who is this Sanji is cool man? Surely he cannot be Sanji. No one's that self-absorbed. Guys, guys, guys. I just realized something. I don't think we've ever seen Sanji and Sanji's cool man in the same room. <laughs>